but yeah like in reality so like in theory you're like yeah it would be so great if like a ton of people listened to our podcast and they loved it and they loved it so much that we somehow got endorsements and money and we could do this full time that's the dream right Mm -hmm. and then you like actually meet someone who listens and you're like oh no they've heard me say some weird shit (laughs) oh no Uh, I'm so embarrassed uh, for myself and for them it's like well because I think too like I don't think we overshare of our personal lives, but I think we do share on a certain level where like people, if they listen regularly, they know a know lot, a about, lot us. about us. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I'm like, Oh, this is so weird. And it's, it's like, I, this is why I think celebrities feel this. This is what I think celebrities feel like when fans just randomly approach them because yeah. they know so much about you and you know, absolutely nothing about these people. Right. So it's like, awkward to be like oh they're like oh my god I love your work and you're like oh thanks I love your shirt because uh, that's the only information I have about you in this yeah. moment you know that's why I never approach celebrities <laughs> was a long-winded way of me saying I never approach celebrities wow Steve Carell I've seen you twice <laughs> and I've never approached you but yeah it is interesting it is like weird to have the the imbalance of people knowing something about us mm-hmm. and we don't know anything about them yeah um such as they know that I'm Shelby. <laughs> and that I am Sam. And this is the Rom Complex. <laughs> one, two, one, two, three, four. Oh, I'll meet you at the meet cute wearing a meat suit. That's a suit, it's made out of meat and you. funniest things to me are your bad segues thank you like good segue when you do a good segue I'm like hey that's good that's because uh-huh. you like pre-edit the episode without me needing to cut anything out <laughs> and it's great and I love it and then sometimes you just do these really obvious ones and I'm like I love that though. <laughs> I know how am I so perfect <laughs> you know I ask myself that question every night and every morning I wake up and I do my affirmations and I say can I be more perfect like Shelby? Can I be more perfect like Shelby? Please. I click my heels together three times. Oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. I, I have a fan. I I'm can't stand this. <laughs> Awkward. We are continuing our truly awful August month. I just did something truly awful, which is I spilled a little bit of my mimosa on the no. table and I just put my elbow right into the puddle no. and I did not enjoy that. That's what you get for that segue. Thank you. Um, We are talking about truly awful movies. The second one that we have decided to discuss (sighs) is a little movie. You may have heard of it. You may not have. I'm pretty sure it's been discussed on the podcast, How Did This Get Made? Mm -hmm. Uh, Very popular bad movie podcast. It is an insane movie yeah starring emma roberts and hayden christensen called little italy now this movie sam you hadn't seen it before no i have oh you have seen it before 
I have, in fact, seen this film before. Um, and yeah, and and I did watch it again. It's, it's two times. Yes, I also now have seen this movie twice. It is a movie from 2018 that looks and feels like it's from 97, maybe. So here, and here's the thing. I just want to preface this with saying, I don't know what Emma Roberts is doing, mm-hmm. but she did that in 2018 and she did a holiday in 2019. Mm-hmm. Emma, do we need to pull you in for a chat? Like Emma. 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 What are you doing? Seriously? Listen, Emma Rose, I love you. Are you kidding? Wild Child? I could watch that all the time. That movie? Pinnacle of bad, <laughs> but in like a fun way. You okay, know what I mean? okay. It's bad in a fun way. This I was mean, just bad in a bad way. The main thing I know Emma Roberts from? American Horror Story Coven. True. And that also was bad in a good way. Horrible in a great way. <laughs> yeah. She was also in Scream Queens. Uh-huh. Which was also bad in a good way. Actually, it was more bad than good, but. So in this movie, Little Italy, first of all, the first, I'd say, full third of the movie mm-hmm. has voiceover narration. Yeah. <laughs> which you might notice that, you know, those movies that, like, win Oscars and, and mm-hmm. have are recognized as good films don't have that much voiceover narration or any at all because it's bad writing <laughs> for a movie. Yeah. If you have to explain that much, mm-hmm, it's just, mm-hmm. what don't, are we even don't doing? Don't tell me this stuff in a voiceover. Don't tell me. Show, show it me. to me. Mm-hmm. It's a movie. It's a visual medium. Whatever. They're also, as they're narrating it, so it's both Emma Roberts and Hayden Christensen doing a little voiceover narration. Mm -hmm. Because you find out at the end they're like telling their love story to some chef. But then after it's clear that that's what they're doing, they still narrate. So it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't have any kind of... No. It's bad. They are reacting to the things that are happening on screen as they're narrating them. Yeah. So it'll be like one of them like trips and falls and they're like, ha oh, remember that? That was funny. And it's like, what are you doing? Yeah. Who wrote this? This is not how you tell a story. And it's so unfortunate because, okay, I know we've talked a lot on here about um, my fantasy life of what my love life would have looked like, right? And yeah. so like I've realized recently because of TikTok, obviously, that one of my favorite like tropes in romance books and movies is the like childhood friends to enemies to lovers kind of situation right it's like they grew up together something shifted and then they're not as close anymore but then they realize but we're in love you know yeah one of my favorite tropes like always be my maybe or sweet home alabama right all of it yeah um and so I wanted to like this movie right. because I love the idea of like, I love the history. I love the the rich backstory. Like I love, um, the reason I like the trope is because instead of just thrusting two absolute strangers into the mix, it's like you have some of that um, history kind of helping the tension yeah. percolate. Mm. They have a connection, an immediate exactly. connection that's not based on lust. It's mm-hmm. not based on witty banter. It's based on right. years mm-hmm. of living next of door to each other. Of lust and witty banter. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, because they're childhood friends. Their dads are best friends when mm-hmm. they're kids, um, and they own a pizza shop together. And they're mm-hmm. all making pizza. Her, her grandma makes the best sauce and his grandpa makes the best crust. Mm-hmm. And together they just have such great pizza. But then their dads have some kind of falling out. Right. Split. 
off have their own pizza restaurants and now they're rival pizza restaurants Mm -hmm. she of course is in love with him Bobby and then it's like not he's like oblivious or just not into it she moves away goes off to real chef school Mm -hmm. in France or something yeah no London she's in London yeah whatever wherever they have the restaurant but (laughs) something's wrong with her visa so she has to go back to Little Italy which we have to we have to tell you. It's in Canada. This is Canada's Little Italy. This movie was shot in Toronto. So this is Toronto's Little Italy. Not, yeah. not any Little Italy you've heard of. Yeah, no. it's, And I think they had to do that because, frankly, like, getting a work visa in London as a United States citizen is so fucking hard. Whereas, like, they were able to do it in this movie because she just had to go back to Canada for a week. Right. And then she could come back because Canada is part of the UK so <laughs> they were just like oh yeah you just gotta go and oh, come yeah, back that's fine uh just go get your paperwork in order and yeah if she was American it would have to have been like this rigorous fucking yeah, process yeah that's but the only reason it's Canadian also the writers I, I think the movie is Canadian like yeah sure whatever but it's mostly because but yeah this movie could reason. not have been made realistically in America certainly not we could talk about so much in this movie because so much goes wrong. One thing I'd like to start out talking about, which is something that really made me angry, and I think something that you noticed too, is that, okay, we've got our main characters who are supposed to be the same age because they're friends in childhood, right? Are you going to talk about what I want you to talk about, Probably, please? I, I, hope, I think so. I hope so. Go. We're talking about Emma Roberts and Hayden Christensen are like 11 years apart. <laughs> He's like 11 years older than mm-hmm. her. And he looks so old <laughs> in this movie. He looks him with his terribly dyed hair they dye his hair black Ugh. so you can better believe that he has young. italian heritage or that guess, he's a young or man that he's a young man he okay here's the thing do i find hayden christensen attractive sure yeah he's a, he's a nice attractive man he's mm-hmm. more of my age range right like he's yeah he's not that much older than me i would date him in what world in what fucking cinematic universe would that man be the same age as emma roberts there's no i mean he's literally 10 or 11 years older than her i I looked it up and he's actually closer in age to Alyssa milano who plays her mother in this film which let me tell you how much that sucks for just women in hollywood in general Mm -hmm. that they like don't care they're like oh this act, this guy, he can play 20-something or whatever yeah. to Emma Roberts' 20-something. But Alyssa Milano, she has to play the mom. the mom, even though she is closer in age to Hayden Christensen than he is to Emma Roberts, his love interest no, in this film. it's so... Ugh. That made me so mad when, so I, when I noticed it. wrinkly. And, like, not... <laughs> and I'm not, like, age-shaming here. Like, he looks good for 40-something, right? He's, like, 40. He's, like, 40 years old. Right. So he looks good for 40. Um, so he would have been, like, late minute, 30s when like this movie the came min- The minute they close up on his face, I'm, like... There is so much weathering on your face, mm-hmm. sir. There is literally no way in this charmed life in Little Italy where all you do is work at your dad's pizzeria mm-hmm. that you should look like you've had a hard life. Yeah. He looks so worn. And 
I cannot express enough how bad his hair is. <laughs> his hair is dyed so badly. It it's just it's... black. It's just like this flat black that doesn't, it's like you know it's not natural. No, it doesn't look natural in any way, and it's very distracting. And they, in the movie, they like talk about him as if see, he's some kind of like a really hot heartthrob mm-hmm. for like the young women in the area. And it's mm-hmm. like this is a 40-year-old man with yep. bad hair. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> So, okay. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, it is. It's it's really uncomfortable, but even more so uncomfortable for me. Yeah. Is everything else. No, this whole movie makes me uncomfortable. Because so okay, so Emma Roberts comes back to Little Italy. First of all, she lies to her parents and says she's coming back the next day. Um, but the minute her mom finds out that she's coming home at all, she's like, we got to get a list of the most eligible guys that are still single. That's in, my Alyssa In Mal- Toronto's Little Italy. In Toronto's Little Italy. That's my Alyssa Milano impression. <laughs> I mean, she was really chewing yeah. the accent in this movie. So, And they were, she was like, I got to get a list, right? Um, or whatever, to make her stay. Yeah. she. They wanted her to get married while she was there. Listen... That's very <laughs> triggering for me. Uh, I don't like it. Well, like, uh, excuse us, my microphone difficulties. Well, like, here's my thing. You don't need a man to be happy, and clearly, she's not just like, even if she was, but she's not just fucking around in Europe, right? Yeah. Like, she could, uh, like, no judgment if she was, but she's out there trying to get a career trying to become a chef at this like her teach chef teacher's fucking new restaurant or whatever mm-hmm. she's like trying to do stuff and in her mind like the whole love situation isn't really playing into anything right like yeah she had a, i think that they mentioned she had a boyfriend for a while like a doctor investment an banker. investment banker whatever um and that's another thing i gotta talk about but so she gets home a day early they go to this bar that that um what are their names? So the bar is called Luigi's. <laughs> I remember that. And then Hayden Her, Christensen's name is... His name is... I don't know why I want to call him Jacob. No, that can't be That's, right. It's not. Her name is Nikki. Nicoletta. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and he's... Oh, boy. Sal. No. <laughs> no, that would be... <laughs> yeah, that would work. <laughs> it's uh, Leo. Leo. Leo, Leo so, Campo. Uh, yeah, really, really uh, just Italian names. Yeah, that's what those Nicoletta names are. Nicoletta and so, Leo. So Nikki gets taken to this bar. She doesn't know that Leo works there. Her friends kind of did it on purpose, which is kind of fucked up. Yeah. Um... Because, like, they're married or, like... Her friend is yeah, married. Yeah, her friend's, yeah. like, married and has a kid or whatever. She's trying to live vicariously through Nikki. Right. Because she thinks... Her friend thinks Leo is really hot. Yeah. Which is, like, doesn't really play... They look all. more like they're in the same age group. Yes, The friend right. and, Le- and Hayden Christensen. Um, that would have been fun. I would have watched... Mm-hmm. Clandestine. Mm. She's cheating on her husband. Mm. <laughs> Love it. An affair. Ooh. Wow. And also trying to push her friend to date him. Right. Oh my gosh. I have had friends who've done that before though. <gasps> so a friend who was in like a really close who who was in a long term relationship mm-hmm. with someone clearly 
had like lustful feelings toward this other guy Mm -hmm. and kept trying to set our other friend up with him Mm. and our other friend and this guy were not a good match at all but she really kept pushing it and eventually we had to be like I think you're just doing this because you're into this guy mm-hmm. and that's not going to fly here because yeah. you're taking advantage of the situation. That also reminds me of when we did something borrowed, um, the movie with mm. Kate Hudson and Jennifer Goodwin because she kept trying to get Jennifer Goodwin's character to date that one guy and it's because she was lusting after him and then she actually sleeps with him while the other people are cheating on her. So so it is real. It's a... It's a real... It happens. It happens. In real life and in films. There we go. Um, so she goes, right? Mm-hmm. And this is the thing that upsets me. She goes to Luigi's. They're talking at the bar. They're mentioning Leo. They spend a solid five minutes making dick jokes. <laughs> And they I really just do like like a significant amount like a one off cool. Yeah. Whatever. But the the I'm sorry, like again, not passing the Bechtel test here. Also, number two, we don't I've never had a conversation with any of the women that I love, even if it's like a horny conversation where we're talking about men. I've never had a long conversation making innuendo dick jokes. Like, if we're going to talk about a dick, we're going to talk about a dick. It was was big. It was small. I swear to God, it was like this big. And you would put out your hands to be like, it was like a snake. It was like this thick. And I'm really impressed. Or it was a pencil dick, or right. it was short, or we it was, was yeah. Like right. we would just be talking straightly about the dick, but it's like five minutes of dick innuendo, and I was like, "Are we children? Like yeah. I don't understand. I just don't understand." I also love. I just checked out the Wikipedia or not Wikipedia, the IMDb real quick, mm-hmm. and it gave the taglines. Oh, give it to me. The tagline is three generations. Yes. What? There are three generations because there's the grandparents, the parents. Okay, and then sure. Two families. Yes. One forbidden love. Nope. There there's, are two. There are two. That's because, a lie. Oh my gosh. You guys have no idea what's coming, do you? Unless you've seen this movie. Unless you've seen it. But it's not only Nikki and Leo <laughs> <laughs> who are. <laughs> Sorry, it's so fucking. funny. Who are fucking. Also, her grandma, who makes a good sauce, and his grandpa, who, who makes, makes a, a good, good crust. They're fucking. They are fucking. Wait, can I just tell you, though? What? If this movie was just about them. <laughs> it would be so much better. <laughs> dude, their scenes were fucking hilarious. There's yeah. a scene where they go to meet at a Starbucks and get caramel uh, frappuccinos or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the fuck they are. And they're sitting in the Starbucks and she has full on like a scarf over her head and glass and sunglasses to hide her face. Like she is incognito mode. And then he's there and they're sitting at this table and the barista comes out and is like, says their names. Franca and Carlo. <laughs> Carlo and Franca. I think it was and Carlo. She, yeah. yeah. And she like freaks out. She's <laughs> like, you told them our names. Like, how dare you? It's fucking hilarious really heavy starbucks advertisement oh also. yeah <laughs> oh yeah there's a scene where she comes back and instead of like going like she's sad and instead of going to like a bar she just like starts downing starbucks she like, has like she 10 has like 10 cups 
caramel macchiato cups yeah. on her uh, empty on her table they all have her lipstick on them she has uh fucking whipped cream all over her face she has clearly drunk i would say upwards of 30 shots of espresso a woman of that age should not be drinking that no i she was just really ready for a heart attack just yeah. right then she was ripe she was ripe for well, her a heart, heart attack. was broken, so... Sort of. So she wanted to be like, you know what? Let's put this bitch out of its misery. Yeah. I think that's when she comes... Oh, well, because there's this whole big thing. They're dating secretly, obviously. Obviously. And then the priest sees them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Coming out of a confessional booth. And then he... So uh, Carlo, he ends up proposing to her. Mm-hmm uh and she says no she says no and then and then she realizes that she had you know love whoa what and that's when she goes and drinks all the the starbucks and he finds her and they get together it's fine and then they yeah. tell their families and they fight it's whatever who cares this movie's so long it doesn't even okay it's an hour and 40 something minutes but it feels like it's two and a half hours it does long. feel two and a half hours long <laughs> it's just like there's so there's a lot going on because like you said there's the multiple love stories and yes. then there's also this rivalry between the dads at the pizza the pizza restaurant which not culminates but includes a bit where the i don't know emma roberts's dad decides to spike the other pizzeria's restaurant with oregano oh my god it's so insane okay let's weak, let's, let's 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 get into you. this these two rival pizza places which for the whole movie we don't know until the end what they actually fought about which is the dumbest is fucking the dumbest bullshit. fucking thing we have no idea why these two men started fighting they were best friends and now they are horrible enemies and we have no idea why but they take turns just like pranking each other but they're they're like trying to put each other out of business it's yeah. like really bad and yeah nikki's dad <laughs> pranks mm -hmm. the next door oh my god it's not even like that it's like so next door oh, they're having it. they're like they're like oh my gosh our pizza is so good today mm -hmm. everyone keeps coming everyone's loving the pizza we're just having a great day of sales today the pizza is so good and then they're just like having a little party in their pizza place and mm -hmm. like they're dancing and stuff and then that's when we find out that <laughs> nikki's dad actually spiked their pizza they switch out their Wait, oregano with weed but I, I i think we do also have to put the the note in there yeah 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 that both pizza restaurants have hired a random seemingly inconsequential character for each restaurant yeah. who is of indian of descent. indian descent yes for no other reason but than to make indian jokes from those characters point really of view. horrible indian jokes which i would be more critical of except the main writer is an Indian man. Oh, really? Yeah. So I wonder if he Why? just wrote those and was like, this is funny. This is good. But because he's a bad writer, Sam, I think it's just a bad, somewhat, That's somehow. Sad. I would have rather <laughs> had seen a movie of two rival pizza restaurants that were owned by, by Indian, Indian people. people. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> And people be like, you're not fucking Italian. And they'd be like, who gives a shit? It's pizza, you it's know? Pizza. And he serves yeah. it up and everyone loves it. And then they, they're like, all the the racist Italian people yeah. are like, okay, yeah, this is good pizza. It's the best pizza I've ever had. 
what, that's what Italians sound right. like. Right. Well, it's the, it turns out they sound like New Yorkers. Because when we <laughs> yeah. think of Italian, we think of Italian New Yorkers. Yeah. But this, somehow they still sound the same in Toronto. We don't know why. It's fine. Is it fine? These... Okay, so while they're having this big old party, they're dancing. Everyone's up on their seats dancing. Um, it turns out they spiked their their pizza with weed, which not how weed works. Right. Not how cooking weed into food works. You mm-hmm. don't just sprinkle it on top. No. Because um, it would be very disgusting. <laughs> it would taste awful. Mm-hmm. You would be able to tell immediately that that is not oregano. And even if you've never had weed before in your entire life and you don't know what the taste is, you'd be like, something's wrong with this pizza. Right. And then even if you've never had weed before in your entire life and you manage, they managed to slip you some, you wouldn't just be like, I feel normal, but fun. You would be like, what's ha- something's wrong with me. Even what's when happening you, to my body? What's happening to my body? Because even when you know what's happening, having an edible for, the, for your first yeah. getting high experience is very rough. Oh. <laughs> You're like, what's happening? Why can't I, I move disagree. my disagree. <laughs> having an edible for my first time getting high was not rough. It was probably one of the funniest nights of my life. Really? Oh, mine, yeah. mine, I had edibles the first time I had weed and I had way too much and was just like, I hate this. this is I my, was literally like, I, I hate this. This is my moment to flex. Yeah, the first time I ever do. had marijuana in any capacity was an edible as well. And it was in Amsterdam. <laughs> it was legal. It We've was only done drugs legally. Legally, yes. Thank you, officer. Um, <laughs> or FBI. Thank you, yeah. agent FBI of the agent. FBI. Um, why am I flirting with both of them in this <laughs> fake scenario? Um, no. Anyway, was in Amsterdam. We uh, went there for spring break the summer that I studied, or the year that I studied abroad. And we went, and we were, like, so weird. We, like, went, because, you know, they have coffee shops, and that's where you buy the weed, right? Yeah. So we, we, like, went in, and we were super cagey about it, and there were three of us, and so we got two, um, like, space cakes, basically. They were muffins. Mm-hmm. They were chocolate muffins with weed in them. And so we were, like, so cagey about it. We are like, oh, here's your money. Okay, bye. And, like, we ran, and we ran back to our hostel into the room, and we just, like, sat there, and we were like, okay, so I guess we got to eat it. <laughs> and so we ate... Um, between the three of us we ate two fucking space cakes i was like we should have probably just shared one yeah um this is kind of a lot should have portioned it out a bit yeah we didn't know what portions were we were just like oh you take a bite and you're high right (laughs) is that how that works so then we decide to go down to the hostel bar at the place we were staying and we're drinking and they hadn't hit yet like we ate them and we were like okay let's go to the bar and this like group of australian guys started talking to us and they were specifically talking to our one friend when the weed hit oh yeah and i remember so clearly looking across the table at my friend and we had a full-on 20-minute conversation where neither of us spoke (laughs) all we did was mouth words to each other from across the table yeah and then eventually we had to like drag our other friend out of there because the guys were getting really weird and they like kept trying to force us to do jaeger bombs and we're like no we don't want to do that who would want to do that? And they were like, oh, we're getting them for you. And we're like, okay. And then we like left. Yeah. We ran back to our rooms to hide. So it was still one of the funniest nights of my life. I love that. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that journey for you. Thank you. Um, It must be nice to be able to travel abroad and (laughs) do the legal European drugs. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We also took a little stroll through the red light district just to see what it was all about. Yeah. It was kind of weird. 
I've never been there. Uh, I have seen the red light district on Killing Eve. <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> it's an just an of Killing and Eve. And <laughs> I just feel like I need to clarify. It wasn't weird that there was legal prostitution. What was weird was that the, the where the red light district is, the hall, like, it's like a hallway, basically, like an outdoor hallway. Yeah. And it's super cramped to the point where it's, like, really only one, pr- like, there's not a lot of, like, oh it's like a haunted house it's like you (laughs) should always just be going one way (laughs) you know what I mean you don't want to brush up against anything so that was weird what was weird it wasn't the fact that there were like legal prostitution it was or sex work sex work like that wasn't the weird it was just like because at one point we went down like a hall like one of those hallways and there was someone coming from the other way and we were like oh no what do we do and like we tried to get around each other but that's also weird because they were men and I was like you guys are literally looking at half naked women like I don't want to touch something while we're trying to get past you right you're old and weird and ugly I'm uncomfortable so then uh, like when that happened we were like okay we've seen everything we need to see let's go (laughs) that's hilarious because you're it's like oh i'm not uncomfortable being around sex workers i'm uncomfortable being around the men men who go to sex yeah yeah a hundred percent i i stand by that right that's the hill that i'll die on interesting i've never been there the sex workers are nice they waved at us of course little windows i was like oh hey get walking to be honest i've never met a sex worker i didn't like how many sex sex workers have i met I don't know. I couldn't say. Not mm. everyone tells you that they're a sex worker. That's true. That's true. Anyway. Little Italy. <laughs> Little Italy. Okay, this actual story. They were very competitive. Nikki and Leo are so competitive. Mm. Mostly with soccer. And he let her win. And he's always... I hate that She narrative. always won. And he's always like, I, she only won because I let her win. Even though Which obviously she was like bullshit. better. It's like, I'm just always going to assume that the woman is better it's at like, whatever you're get doing. get over your ego. Right. <laughs> Leo. Fucking Leo men are the worst. And this is proof. (laughs) Um, I think I could deal with a Leo man. Absolutely not. No, thanks. Because a lot of Leos, I mean, they're also, they'll, they'll they'll raise you up too. You Mm -hmm. know, like Leo women. Yeah, you're right. Well, but I don't see it's my dad's a Leo. Yeah, your dad sucks. But <laughs> I've never so, met him. I'm just like, a, you're right. No, that that's it just, down. That's You've just got the experience. My, I'm just talking hypotheticals. <laughs> Astrology isn't science. <laughs> Fuck you. It is. I actually saw a TikTok today that was like, for all those people that say astrology isn't science, then how come mm-hmm. every man born, born between January and December is trash? Thank you. <laughs> like... That's fact enough. Every man born between January and December. Mm -hmm. (laughs) In case you didn't get that joke, it means all men are trash. All of them. All of them. Mm -hmm. It's all all, no matter the sign. (laughs) No matter the sign, they are trash. Look, I'll fess up. Sometimes I'm trash too. You know, we can all be there. I've never been trash a day. (laughs) Couldn't relate. Oh boy, you're so, not trash. Thank you. Shut up. I mean, I'm not no. always perfect. I didn't say you were perfect, but okay. even your worst decision is probably not a trash decision. <laughs> you're right. Probably. You're, you're better. I think you're you're probably just right. a good person. You're better than most. You're right. You know what? Maybe I am a good person. I'm gonna talk about this in therapy tomorrow. <laughs> and on that day, Shelby accepted the knowledge that she's a good person i like doing this in person so much better than over zoom it is a lot better um 
Okay, so the night when they meet up again, when she gets back home and her parents don't even know she's mm-hmm, home yet, they're mm-hmm, like, it's mm-hmm, pouring rain mm-hmm. outside. As it does in Canada. She's wearing this slinky little black dress and heels. Sexy. And they're like, let's go do a rematch of our soccer stuff. So she's being goalie. <laughs> soccer stuff. And he's kicking, and like anytime he makes it, she has to take a shot. And when she blocks it, he has to take a shot. And right. then eventually everyone leaves... And then she passes out on his She's drunk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> After they're about to have a moment, sort of. Right. And then she wakes up naked in his bed. His roommate, Luigi, Luigi who lives downstairs or whatever, or mm-hmm. he lives around there. I don't know. He owns the bar. Right. He's there in his underwear. And she was like, oh, my God. Did me sucks. Again, another, another. Another one. I hate it. Isn't it so fucked up? She wakes up. She thinks that she might have had sex with someone mm-hmm. and here's it's just thing. played as like oh it's so funny Here, well here's the thing and this is why it's icky it's not the thought that she might have had sex with someone that's icky mm-hmm. is that no one's telling her yeah so like even leo drags it out a little bit because he knows he's like joking he knows yeah. what what he's doing and then he's like I put you to bed. Right. Whatever. And she's like, then why am I naked? And he's like, you were clothed when I left you. I don't know what you did. Right. But at first he was like, oh, wow. Last night was incredible. Or like, right. and Luigi was like, you were amazing last night. Like, right. they're trying to make her, I'm, that's not, she didn't consent to anything. Right. You can't just say that to a person. Mm-hmm. And that is another one of, you know, this trend is same with holiday where they wake up and they're like, do we have sex? We don't know. Mm-hmm. It's like that. You can't just write that into something and and have it not be a traumatic moment because yeah. that is that is ridiculous. It's like not if you're funny. gonna if you're gonna do if you're gonna play into that trope because it is such a common trope, right? The like waking it's disgustingly up. Disgustingly common. No, it's it is it's disgustingly common. But if you're gonna play into that trope, it needs to be obviously and immediately like addressed. It needs to yeah. be. I woke up naked in a bed. What the fuck? And then it needs to immediately be like, oh, I put you to bed last night. The AC broke. You're, that's probably why you don't have clothes. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? It needs to be like, I need it immediately. Like the dragging it out for a laugh just isn't funny anymore. Right. It's not funny not at that all. It was, not that it was ever funny, yeah. but you know what I mean? It's just, it's insane how, uh, and she's just reacting to it. Like, oh no, did I sleep with someone? Mm-hmm. Not like, Oh God, I you know I have like, to get tested. I right, have to exactly. get a pregnancy test. I have to like I need or not fuck? a pregnancy test. I need Plan B. Uh, yeah. Fuck, did I take my birth control? Uh, you know, like it's so insane. I I can't. I don't back it. Not at all. And then somehow they fall in love because like even though she's a special super chef, he also is really good at making a pizza and then they make a pizza together. I'm not going to lie. That scene is kind of hot. It is kind of hot when they make a pizza together. Yeah, when they make a pizza together and she's like, oh, and he's like, oh, I'm going to make you my special whatever pizza. Mm-hmm. Sausage pizza. No, he doesn't make It's like Gouda and something something and she was like have you tried adding figs figs? he just has this man just has figs in a bowl on his counter as you do i do (laughs) fresh when they're in season um but here's the thing and i think the reason i like that scene is because it is very sexy because collaboration is sexy (laughs) collaboration is sexy working together to solve a problem working together 
it just it's hot it it's, is hot and they're like doing these sexy side glances too while she's like cutting up the figs and he's like oh yeah like, your <laughs> chop she, is wow so you're so good at, at this where'd you learn how to do that your fancy cooking school you know um and it's very hot and the whole time she is supposed to be coming up with a menu for this restaurant that her her chef her tutor teacher is is creating that her teacher says is a fast casual place which is that's that's fast food it's a fast food place it's mcdonald's it's a mcdonald's she wants to bring mcdonald's to london they've never had it are you sure they don't have never had it i trust you to know i've never been to london you have been i'm actually trying i'm actually trying to think i don't think they have a mcdonald's i'm sure they do Ooh, let's do a little uh, Google hit McDonald's the, London. Hit on that Google machine. Hello, Google. I don't remember ever eating McDonald's or seeing McDonald's, but I could be wrong. Ooh, McDonald's UK. There are so many. Really? I, I'm pulling up. I've got, there's McDonald's Notting Hill. <laughs> there's a McDonald's, McDonald's Queensway. Way. You know what? Maybe McDonald's Edgware Road. Listen, maybe... The McDonald's are just like, they're not as bright and obvious as they are here. Maybe that's why I've never, Maybe. don't remember seeing them. They're closed right now. Or in maybe. case you're interested. <laughs> what time? I mean, there's what a lot of Mc- over there. It's like eight hours ahead. Honestly, there's a lot of McDonald's in London. Well, <laughs> there's so many. I guess that semester I spent in London was just a dream. We got Victoria. We got Waterloo Station. We've got Brompton Road, Kensington. Oh, my gosh. Kilburn. Oh, mm. wow. So many. Cricklewood. That's not a real But you know place. what? There's only one little Italy. There is only one little Italy. In Canada. If you're in Toronto. Just, just there. Like, there's probably a lot more. There's probably more than one. So in the world. You might be wondering how this all comes together. Um, I'm not. It comes together through a, I guess, every year in Little Italy, they have a pizza contest, which apparently is only like one pizza place in Little Italy. It's just their, their, their places, or two, I guess, because these yeah. guys, but whatever. They have a pizza contest. Were there other people in the pizza contest? There were, but they got kicked out real early. Wow, their pizza must suck. Yeah. So the dads, who of course still hate each other, they're like, one of us has to leave this town. This town ain't big (laughs) enough for the both of us. This town ain't big enough. So we're going to enter our kids. They're, of course, banned from the pizza making contest because the last time they were there, they got into a a big fight and that's where all the fallout started, which we still don't know why. At this point, no. They decide to enter Nikki and Leo into the competition, mm-hmm. and they have to go head to head, as you do. At some point, we find out, and this is where the grandparents' story gets tied into. Mm-hmm. We find out that the dads actually fought because when they won the competition, however many years ago, they one of them was like let's name the pizza after my mom and the other one's like no let's name the pizza after my dad yep and that's the disagreement that's it and that's and the parents were like we didn't want we didn't want neither of us want to be named after there's something you know i don't think we've gotten across how raunchy this movie tries to be like they're making all of these like they try to be raunchy yeah it it tries to be like um I'm trying to think of any other raunchy movie. 
<laughs> never seen a raunchy movie um, in my whole life. The sweetest thing. That's for I, some reason, it's the only raunchy rom com I can I'm think of. I'm a good Christian girl. I've never seen <laughs> anything other than a G rated movie my whole life. Well, they try to make this movie raunchy. It. <laughs> it's not good (laughs) it's it's so so bad bad. um so anyway the yeah the grandma she's like she's like well i want pizza people saying that i ate franca this morning like you know like whatever whatever we find out that's why they fought we uh they have the pizza competition emma roberts of course switches her sauce out her grandma's famous sauce with Leo with Leo so that his pizza actually has the really great crust and the really great sauce and he wins Mm -hmm. and he tastes it and he's like wait a second this is not my sauce Mm -hmm. um and then the dads get back together and are friends again and then (laughs) Leo goes after oh yeah they all run to the airport to keep Emma Roberts from leaving it's really stupid really dumb and she does she stays and she gives up her entire career and they open a restaurant together and Mm -hmm. then pitch the whole thing to her boss and that's the fucking end it's so dumb it's a real bad movie honestly and I I read this um I don't know maybe on the IMDb or something that they tried to pitch this movie as like a you know modern retelling of Romeo and Juliet right because it's like the warring families yeah no no just just no and and in case you're wondering about don't die but i wish they did (laughs) well in case you're wondering okay also another thing um hayden christensen has like an apartment above a bar and he has a like legit stone pizza oven in the apartment Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is Mm -hmm. not Mm -hmm. something that Mm -hmm. happens Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) um maybe they do in canada maybe i don't I mean, he I've all he does he Canada. works at a bar and occasionally helps out his dad's pizza restaurant. I don't know how he has the money for this place. Well, Luigi is his friend, and Luigi owns the bar, so he probably gives it to him at a severely discounted rate. Yeah, probably. I don't know why I said it like that. Just I'm trying to fun. be. I'm trying to be a New York Italian. Yeah, <laughs> you're doing a great job. I'm giving you a severely discounted rate. <laughs> you sound like um, someone from Greece. <laughs> um. oh by the way luigi is a chinese man yes um a man of chinese descent who who changed his name to luigi because he just feels such he like was adopted into the italian culture and felt so strongly there because he was he was rejected by his family because he's gay Mm -hmm. but he was adopted into this italian culture which let me tell you italians not known for being like super welcoming, welcoming to, the to the lgbt community what the fuck yeah maybe i'm just thinking of american italians but like or italian americans you know maybe it's different in canada but i doubt it it's not like the italian community is so much more accepting. honestly though he doesn't like really like the gay reveal <laughs> we only know he's gay because he told us right that's what i mean like the whole movie it doesn't feel like and i'm not saying this is like oh like he's not acting gay but there's no indication of his sexuality and of the community accepting him because of it it's literally just told to us and again it goes back to your comment about the narration um you know the fact that it's being narrated is that we're being told information instead of shown information so like if you had given us like maybe have luigi have a boyfriend or something and then 
you know, show these other Italian people in this community just really embracing and loving these two people. Um, and then giving us that information right. at the end. We'd be like, oh, yeah, we've seen it this whole time. But you're literally giving us nothing and then tacking on like, yeah, because I was gay, I got kicked out of my house. But the Italians, they really took me in. So I just want to be like you guys in the most stereotypical and offensive way possible. So, yeah, it's fucking weird. It's so weird. It's a weird fucking movie. Um, at the end, of course, everything comes together. They get together. Right. The boss wants to, like, franchise out their pizza mm-hmm. restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, or the the special super great cook teacher. Yeah. She wants to, whatever. That part of the movie is just, like, barely there. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> Not necessary. You could have cut out that entire plot. Right. And the grandparents get married to each other, and they love each other. And so I guess they're technically related now they're step grandkids kids yeah step cousins they're step cousins yeah (sighs) there's probably a subsection of Pornhub for that yeah um this movie should have been on porn (laughs) (laughs) it would have done better it would have done better oh and in case you're wondering those two minor um indian characters do get together together. in Mm -hmm. the end Mm -hmm. of course Mm -hmm. because they have to yeah as soon as you see them on the like I watched this with my partner and my partner was like they're getting together aren't they yeah. and I was like yeah oh yeah Duh. the two like minority people yeah of course, of course. hello uh, <laughs> I do want to talk about something that I related to yeah I did actually relate to something in this film unlike uh what we did last week <laughs> Julie. <laughs> but the one thing I did relate to was um this little thing, I don't know if you've heard of it, called self-sabotage. Um, oh, sure. So there's a moment in the film. Is it after their date? Where they sleep together? When do they sleep together? It's after, after their, their date, date right? Yeah. Um, so they sleep together mm-hmm. after years of pent-up sexual tension and pining, at least on Emma Roberts's behalf, because she tells you pretty early on that she kind of always had a crush on him, but yeah. whatever. They finally sleep together. And immediately she's like, oh, shit. She gets a call from her boss, actually, I think. And she's like, where's my menu? And blah, blah, blah. And then she realizes, well, oh, shit. Like, Leo, he's just out here dicking around, sleeping with all these women. Like, I have goals. I came here for a reason. I didn't come here to get sucked into the Leo Campanelli or whatever the fuck his last name is. Campo. Is it Campo? I think it's just Campo. Whoops. (laughs) Leo Campo. That's a stupid name. That is a little stupid name. Yeah, it's the Campo. Lion Camp. The the Campos and the Angiolis. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe the other, that's the other name I was thinking of. Ended with an I. Yeah. Um, You know, she's like, I don't want to get sucked back into this. I don't want to stay here. I don't, you know, like she has goals and aspirations and she's like, whatever so she kind of like cuts it off at the knees right she's like yeah Yeah. we slept together but like you're leo relax like you're not gonna do anything right (laughs) i gotta go (laughs) basically and he gets really offended but i do think that it is an interesting um like for me when I finally get something that I want because again years of pining for this boy again we've talked about one of my favorite tropes it's the childhood friends to lovers eventually Mm -hmm. kind of situation it's like you finally getting that thing that you want 
and then being like this does not fit with my current reality yeah I have to get rid of it instead of like being like how can I fit this into my current reality right or what does that look like or thinking on like a positive possibilities side you immediately go this does not fit with my current reality this will never work I need to end it right now because I don't want to end up on the other side of this with nothing right that's a good point where you you feel in your heart like oh this isn't jiving with it what I've got on got going on now right and your first thought is like to just get rid of instead of to um open up your schedule a little bit maybe yeah like you were saying think positively Mm -hmm. think proactively use your problem solving skills it's difficult it is difficult to change I think that's I mean that's part of it is that change is hard yeah and I think for her for her character specifically it comes in the it comes out of insecurity and fear right for the most part that's what for a lot of people that's where it comes from right it's the insecurity that you're not going to be able to maintain it or like keep the person that you finally um slept with after all you know you're not able to like sustain a relationship whatever is that fear and the insecurity oh I'm not enough for him what I have to offer isn't enough for him kind of situation so like I understand that but then there's also like if if she were at a place where she was more secure she would probably jump to the I've got all these things going on right now but I want you to be a part of it. Right. I want help me. I would be like, I would fucking enlist his ass yeah. to help me with my menu. Yeah. Be like I have this amazing opportunity and I want to do it and you should help me and then maybe move to London or, <laughs> or something. Yeah, I don't know. let's figure it out together. Right. Instead of you making the executive decision. And I feel like this happens in movies a lot where the man decides to make that decision where mm-hmm. they're like, I'm not good enough for her, so I'm going to let her go. Right. And you never even consult the girl and be like, yeah, I know you're trash, but, like, I still want you. Yeah, <laughs> you it's know? my decision. Right. They take I that decision away. Right. Yeah. And that's kind of what she does to him here, which is also kind of shitty. Because you're like, I mean, you can just lay it all out. You know what I mean? Like, like you said, be open. Be, be open vulnerable. and honest. Yeah. But she doesn't want to because she's been burned by him so many times. So allegedly. Times. We've never seen it. We did not see it one bit. But allegedly... <laughs> He burned her. Right. We don't know really anything about it. I don't think we ever learn what exactly nope. made her realize that he was never going to be with her. Not at all. Or like, it, it was very confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't, this movie doesn't make a lot of sense. No. It's too long. Um, yeah. I do laugh a lot watching it because of how ridiculous the weed thing is and how bad some of these jokes are it is really cringy especially yeah. when the the character the indian character is talking joji mm-hmm. when he's talking um just making these horrible horrible jokes mm-hmm. that it's like why yeah. why did you why just why why that's our biggest <laughs> question um our big question is why yeah i think when it comes down to it i mean you said this was on um how did this get made yeah of course it was because yeah i have that same question my, yeah. my question no. is why did this get me it is truly how how and why there are no, so many people out there with like decent screenplays who are looking to have these movies made yeah and this is one of the ones that gets made i know it makes no sense it doesn't make any sense i just i am baffled truly and i'm, I'm upset because like here's the thing too is that like 
Okay, we've talked about before about how rom-coms are, like, the genre that people don't actually care about, right? Or they, like, pretend, like, snobby people are, like, it's not a real... Yeah. It's not a real genre. It's not quality. Um, You're wrong. But also, um, it's because of movies like this Mm -hmm. that people feel that way. Because we've watched some really well-done rom-coms. Yeah. That have a complete story, that have complete characters. I know so many people who have written like scripts for rom coms that were good. Right. And I'm like, wow, like this is a beautiful story of these two characters. Like, I love this. And yet you just get some shitty, like similar to Holiday, something that was probably written 10 years ago. Yeah. And just now got made. For whatever reason, it just doesn't make sense to me. It's terrible. Do better, Hollywood, is all I have to say. Mm-hmm. Just do better. Abolish the police, but also <laughs> capitalism. Uh, <laughs> I think we just threw that in there. I mean, I said abolish, and I was like, I'm going to go police. Mm-hmm. Yeah, first, number one on the <laughs> list is always the police. I'm actually taking an ACLU course about um, the history of, like, police that's so cool yeah i'll send you the link send me the link i want to do it um anyway yeah i don't think i took anything personal from this movie um i'm glad you had something to say because this movie is mostly just like uh how did this happen kind of thing for me you know what i do like pizza I fucking love pizza. I will say this movie made me want to get pizza. And they are doing Neapolitan-style pizza. Yeah, which, which I do Which is different from just like a New York slice. I do love a New York slice, though. I love a New York slice. New but York I also, slice. like, I've had a really good, like, authentic sort of... I mean, it was in New York, but it was Neapolitan-style. I've also had... It was really good. I've also been to Italy. <laughs> there you go. And I've had <laughs> a real Italian pizza. So I think what it comes down to is that pizza is our love language that's true that is true if anyone wants to send us a gift card to a pizzeria Mm. or just send us a oh no you don't have our address just send us a gift card and we'll order our own pizza find our pizza i mean what (laughs) find us and send us pizza (laughs) don't do that don't do that don't encourage that email us a gift card you can email us the romcomplex at gmail.com we'll take pizza forever (laughs) and ever you can also follow us on instagram twitter and Facebook at The Rom Complex. Yeah, and you can stream us wherever you stream, wherever you're streaming this episode, and also Apple, Spotify. Share us with your friends. Tell everybody about us. That's our new song. <laughs> that, this is our, our request to you. If you love our podcast, tell at least one person mm-hmm, mm-hmm. about us. Suggest us yeah. to a person who you think might enjoy our cute little takes. Yeah. <laughs> our, cute, our cute little takes <gasps> on our, pizza are on pizza and yeah. hayden christensen's bad hair dye and his wrinkly face <laughs> in little italy <laughs> but most of all keep falling in love with yourself uh, uh, bye 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 <laughs> bye 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 <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,